Hello and welcome to another episode of ESPN Rick Info's Stump Mike. I am Ronak Kapoor, filling in for Srinath Shripath. As Sambit Bal, editor-in-chief of ESPN Rick Info, joins me to discuss what's been a story that's rocked the cricketing world. Uh, Bangladesh Shaki Balasan banned from the game for failure to report uh, approaches from bookies. And there's no one who knows Bangladesh cricket quite as well as Mohamed Isam, who also joins us. And uh, he's had his work cut out over the last few days. So, Isam, this is very precious of you to give us your time. But now that the nation's had a day to just let this news sink in, take me through what the reaction's been in Bangladesh, where Shakib is, what, second to the Prime Minister or second to God. And here he is now, their great sporting icon, banished from the game for a year. Yeah, it's um, it's a huge shock. Um, uh, and, and as shocks go, it's... If you look at a Richter scale, this is right up there, uh, seven, I think. It's it's horrible. It's just people can't believe that Shakib is not going to be around. And then for what? For this uh, corrupt approach that he didn't report, very careless of him. Um, but again, the, the focus has moved on from why to who. And uh, obviously because Shakib is such a big figure, it has come to a point where people are just not focused on what has happened, but on... The fact that they're going to miss him and uh, that he's not going to be around for a year. So that's very interesting. Normally when a hero falls, you could have two sorts of reactions. There could be anger, the fact that someone you held in such high adulation has committed such a cardinal sin in the sport. Or it could be that, oh, our hero has either been victimized or he's got a raw end of uh, the deal. And, you know, the ICC have gone after Shakib. Is that more the line of uh, reaction from the mainstream Bangladesh news and whatnot that this is you know, our hero will be back and this is just a minor infraction. Is that more the way the Bangladeshi crowd seems to be uh, receiving this, Isam? We just have to go back uh, exactly a week from now. Uh, actually, nine days ago, uh, Shakib led a players' uh, strike in yeah. Bangladesh. They declared that they will not play the first-class tournament. And it's not just, it was not just Shakib and his friends. It was 55 cricketers showed up for the first day and they had support from every cricketer in the country, uh, amateur and professional cricketers that they had 11 demands, they were going on strike. Um, people on Facebook, obviously, they are now... And, and because should I should have mentioned that before, um, immediately after they went on strike, the BCB president came down hard on the players, started to talk about their personal lives, uh, the favors that he had done, and he was extremely angry at the, at the players. Like the press conference, one hour, five minutes... Um, it was it was acrimonious. It was outrageous at times, like the things that he kept saying. Mm. And then it was followed up by um, the prime minister had called him the next day uh, to 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 rectify matters. And then that evening, late late into the evening, around midnight almost, they came to a conclusion with the players, and the players were still not happy. The Shakib at the end of the press at the end of that meeting told the press conference, told Mike, I asked a question whether he was satisfied. He said, we'll only be satisfied after uh, everything is implemented. So it was a very, very sort of a, a tough time for the players and the public was in support of the players. Okay. Now, uh, the moment Shakib got into this mess, the the equation <laughs> that, they, that, they, that they concluded was that the board had done something here. You know, I'm going to, I'm yep. going to come to this aspect because I can understand why cricket fans would seem that the timing of this is so odd given the player strike that he some points out. But let me just first go back to the fact that there is sympathy generated here. Now, Sambit, for all the years that you've covered cricket, you know where a match fixing and then second to that perhaps the failure to report an approach for fixing lies. Do you, can you I can, I can understand the sadness and the mm -hmm. regret and the disappointment. Uh, 
very difficult to relate with the sympathy. I, I can understand to an extent that why the uh, reaction is so emotional and why, but, but I think uh, the Bangladeshi fans and some of the uh, what we have seen on social media from Shakib's teammates is that almost they're living in denial. Hmm. They, they refuse to acknowledge the severity of this infraction, lapse, misjudgment, whatever. I, I, I will not call it a misjudgment because it was not something that uh, he didn't know what to do with. Hmm. He has, this happened to him with him before. He has reported them before. There were multiple approaches. Uh, there were talk of money. Uh, the intent is very clear. He at some point calls it dodgy, but yet he doesn't report it. And in one of the conversations that has been reported, he actually wants to meet the guy. Yeah. So, so it's very difficult to feel sympathy for him. Okay, so this whole thing of uh, this is not a big deal, it's not actual fixing or spot fixing, uh, it's just him not reporting. So you don't see this as a minor offence in any way. It is a big, big, big deal. That's something that everybody has to understand and particularly in Bangladesh because when something like this happens, hmm. people should know the consequence. People should know what can happen when because it should. It, this has to serve as a warning for other players. So if Shakib now serve this ban as a martyr, as a hero, that will not serve the purpose. In that... Of course, he's going to lose money. He's going to significantly lose his earnings and, and endorsements and all that. I suppose he will. But the players should know. Everybody else should know that, hey, it's not okay to do this. You know, Shakib's track record contradicts this this behavior in this particular case. Sam, you've written about it to extents as well that he has reported infractions in the past. He has been outspoken when other players have been tainted with corruption in cricket. So he seems to be one of the poster boys for... Uh, you know the right playing the game the right way and and keeping the image of uh, of the game intact. In which case, is it become harder for the Bangladesh public to reconcile with this? Is it still? Can you still understand any argument which says, "Oh, but it's only still a failure to report"? There's no evidence to suggest that any uh, information was either handed out or that uh, any games were compromised. Uh, there are some who who are analyzing that uh, ICC uh, report that we now have in our hands. The exchanges, the first exchange itself is, is very, very incriminating as far as I'm concerned. Um, Shakib says, uh, the, 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 yeah. Let's, let's go, let's go through that first exchange. You know, shall we, if we can just yeah. go bit by bit. I think the one thing that took up, took all of us by surprise was the, was the text message from the, uh, from the alleged bookie, Deepak Agarwal, which says, do we work in this or, or should I wait till the IPL? Uh, there's a yeah. reference to work in that. There's also follow-ups with him on uh, anything in this series, and we do have we do have uh, the, the agreed sanctions in the ICC's report, stating that Mr. Shakib Alasan uh, knew uh, his, there was voluntary admission uh, from his part. He also was aware of the intent. So, just take us through what was it that shocked you the most, you and the other journalists? In fact, I, uh, if I may interject yeah. here and say that yeah. this, is, this is the story is, Isam and Nagaraj were working on for yeah. about for about three days. The only reason we could not put the story out was because we didn't have the corroboration that you that you need hmm. for a story like this to go out, given the gravity of the charge yeah. and the player involved. Sure. And so you don't you don't you want to be careful. Yeah. But the question that I want to put to Isam because because he we all knew that the ban was coming. Hmm. For about three days. But we just couldn't have the story up because we didn't have all the facts. Right. What I wanted to ask Isam is that with that knowledge, when the ICC press release landed, what he read, was it 
shocking even yeah. even though he knew so given that you were had some anticipation that this could happen from the merits of or the or the fine points of what the report had in it in terms of the exchange between shakib alasan and the bookie deepak agarwal uh, were you shocked yeah i was very shocked because um deepak agarwal had approached other players as well um, mm. from what we know from a report today that he uh, approached seven players in total including shakib mm-hmm. and i was privy to uh, you know one such exchange and it was it it was an introduction to one player and it didn't go well because the player wasn't responding at all and it was it went uh, to a lot of directions and then finally he gave up or the player gave up and the player blocked him mm-hmm. you know many of these players blocked him because it, they thought it was like spam or something yeah but feel, like feel some, free to give us names where you think you can isam yeah 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 sure <laughs> sure like like the report came out that tamim blocked him Mm-hmm. after tamim saw the messages the the offers that were being made that we can make a lot of money that's yeah. what the report put it today in the newspaper look tamim what he did was he blocked it he immediately informed the bcb's uh, acsu and then he informed uh, the icc but the icc came knocking and tamim was one of the people he they they contacted and whatever tamim said whatever he, he had cleared, said yeah yeah he was cleared now about your question yeah i was shocked because that first message is on 11.5 on that on that report do we work in this or i wait till the ipl just just you know um i'm not i'm not suggesting anything but this is shows that uh probably this is part of a conversation this is not the start of a conversation yeah that's what really worries me and then you know bro anything in this series to his credit to shakib's credit he does um you know he does shut up shop pretty quickly i would say because these things can go on for months you know we don't know the full length of what um shakib was told yeah. as well this is just whatsapp and uh, this is what uh, we know from these details but uh, as as i said initially what i saw it was a little harmless in a way that his approaches were a little a little um, you know a little immature that okay let's make money you know players are not going to be you know there's just nowadays especially they'll just say okay just get lost i'm not going to talk to you hmm. but this one this conversation worries me this conversation worries me i think um from i i can quote a, a, B, a bcv official from yesterday i i tried to speak to him yesterday uh, we didn't get to speak for a long time but i'm going to quote him on this this is serious stuff he said shakib just the bullet just scraped his ears this is the bengali saying the bullet just went past his past his ear okay you know you this were talking about like, 11.13 i'm just going to read that out from the icc's yeah. document which is that mr yeah. agarwal continued this conversation uh, with shakib by talking about yeah. bitcoins dollar accounts and asked him for his dollar account details and during this conversation shakib told mr agarwal that he wanted to meet him first and the first is highlighted in inverted commas so that again becomes fairly incriminating or damning if you are to just make a little i mean uh, the intent is clear from the from deepak agarwal and the, 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 the what worries with the intent shown by shakib that yeah. hey let's beat uh so we we don't know what happened afterwards we don't know what has hap- we don't know the full like, yeah. extent of all the conversations there might have been conversations on the phone or whatever we don't know we don't we don't even know whether they have met so let's not have any conjectures about it of but course. on the basis of what is there on the basis of what we see i would want to sort of tell Bangladeshi fans here or Shakib's teammates that he is actually god of lightly <coughs> for the punishment that two really high profile players copped last year right uh for ball tampering i'm th- i'm not sort of saying i'm not talking about the legal process here and what 
Oh. And the fact that that was imposed yeah. by the Cricket Australia and yeah. this being an yeah. ICC yeah. sanction. But yeah. without going into all that, for the severity of crime, hmm. the punishment since seems in both cases. So Islam used the word careless at the stop, at the, at the top. But this is more than careless. This it, is. Oh. Yeah, there, there is yeah. A I, I think I, I don't think you can call it carelessness at all because mm. a player like Shakib or player any player because every time you go and play a tournament you are told what to do. Do so, you? I, I, how do you respond to that, Isam? In terms of Sambit's point that he's probably gotten away lightly on this. Now the breach of this article uh, in the ICC CSU code carries a maximum sanction of five years, of up to five years. Shakib with a two-year sentence, one of which being suspended. Does that almost seem like? When you rightly point out the BCB official saying he's dodged a bullet or it's just scraped his ear, has he actually gotten off leniently uh, looking at what we see in the in the ICC investigation report? Certainly, I mean, looking at this report, um, uh, I'm pretty sure that this this could have gone worse for Shakib. Uh, but before before I read this report, obviously, I I had my information. It seemed, and 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 I must also bring in one thing here that. A newspaper had reported this uh, on the morning yesterday morning, so about 12 hours before this was broken by the ICC, that was announced by the ICC. A Bangladeshi newspaper had written that he would be punished for 18 months. Look, if it was brought down from 18 to one year, from to 12 months, from 18 to 18 months to 12 months, um, that itself is a little surprising because of what I'm reading in front of me right now, or what I read yesterday when it was first, uh, it, when it first came out. It, it Probably looks like uh, those mitigating factors right down at the bottom. They played some part in it. Um, uh, they they probably were they were played against what had actually happened, and probably he got away with it. As I said, the initial report or that newspaper report said it was going to be 18 months with six months for um, you know 18, 18 months with six months suspended sentence or something like that. Okay, you know I'm going to just take a step out of the uh, the technicalities of the investigative report and just try and think of what other questions on the minds of cricket fans, not just fans in Bangladesh, where you know there is a, a clear and understandable bias towards uh, Shakib being the icon that he is. But the the first thing would be a player with his track record who's reported in the past. Why didn't he just report it? I mean, it's so easy. Tamim has done it in the same incident, and Tamim's gotten a clean sheet from the ICC. It's that simple. Shakib has got all the education. He's probably in the best phase of his career. He's had the World Cup that players dream of. And he sum you through this question at him. Why has he not reported it? What can you make of it? Uh, given his track record, um, obviously quite shocking that he didn't report it. He would have been the first one. I would have expected him to be the the first one in that lineup to report it because of what, the exposure that he has to the SESU's extent of uh, you know policing in cricket right now. Surprising, shocking, obviously. But at the same time, I think... Um, Two factors, these are obviously my opinions, but two things that always, always affect me these days is that how casual players are with their social media interactions, with their social media accounts. A lot of players come to me and said, uh, Isam bhai, our, my, my Facebook account got hacked. Does, does that person, does that player know how difficult it can be for him? Life can become, like he can go to jail for it. Like someone can do anything with his face. And these are official Facebook accounts. Some of them are verified. Mm. They get hacked. You know, and, and, quite casual with their Twitter and I'm, I'm assuming that Shakib was obviously quite careful with everything. He probably has people managing his, uh, you know, social media accounts. But when you have these messengers, you know, you know, you, you tend to get, I think all these apps, they, they probably make uh, people like Shakib a little, you know, fatigued getting, re receiving so many messages. I'm just, again, I'm just being, uh, I'm just trying to make a, make a reason out yeah. of it. It could be that, um, as I said, 
people think that he was careless, casual, you can say those things, Negli- negligent, mm-hmm. of course, but um, on the back of his mind, on the front of his mind, he was Shakib Al Hassan. He cannot, he cannot forget about that. That one fact that he he represents Bangladesh more than anyone else in in this country. No civilian ever has become so big in this country. I'm, I'm not comparing him to anyone, but I have never seen kids in in my life. I've never seen kids go mad about any any Bangladeshi figure. I mean, the greater the uh, greater your repute, the greater the profile, the greater the responsibility, hmm. and that's why there can be no excuses. There can be and and. He has not offered any. He has not offered any excuses. He has not. I don't think he's defended him his actions in any way. So he knows uh, very clearly that he was guilty. Why he did it? Why he didn't do it? We sort of that's conjecture that we can't get into. But I would just. What I'll come back to my earlier point. I think uh, a bigger player, a leader, must be made accountable. To a far greater extent than a junior player. That's why I also think that the uh, sentence uh, ban is on the lean inside. The other thing I I want to sort of just address is some because I know there'd be so many conspiracy theories going around. Given uh, you've had a busy week, haven't you, in Bangladesh cricket, or a busy couple of weeks? There's been the the Bangladesh uh, players' strike, which was led by Shakib, and it was seemed to be he was the messiah for the players trying to fight for fair payments and whatnot. And it did seem like the board wasn't pleased with that. So let's just put it in perspective whether any of this has, uh, has would cloud the judgment of those viewing. I, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll just come in here. Yeah. I think just all that feels so surreal yeah. that uh, the thing is, it was almost a cat and mouse game because mm-hmm. it is implausible that Shakib didn't know about what was coming. Mm-hmm. Investigations were on for quite quite a, quite a while. It is also the fact that the board president knew. What yeah. was coming? He, you know, he knew. He had been informed by then. I, uh, Isam, let's just come to that. How Isam, much correct me. Correct. Yeah. No, no. He knew yeah. about that. This punishment is coming. Right. Uh, by then, I th- I'm sure he knew. Isam did. He, I'm sure he did. Right. Look, so, uh, obviously he knew because um, in that 20, uh, October 22 press conference, he kept saying that there is something going to happen. You'll, you'll see. You know, it'll come out automatically. He kept saying it. He kept saying it. So look at every how the, answer. Yeah. So look at how surreal this is. That this whole thing is playing in the background, which ICC knows, Shakib knows, and the board. Some people at the board know. Yeah. And yet, there's a player uh, revolution that is happening, and they are fighting for. You know, as Shakib is leading that, uh, with, with with the knowledge of all this, this just appears. Uh, you know, if you take the cynical view, mm-hmm. that you can even say that this was being this this was this whole thing feels like a charade now. I don't want to say I'm sort of that will be there are questions taking, aspersions yeah. cast on yeah, Shakib's you, you, integrity yeah, yeah. In, in the sense that what was the motive yeah uh, Isam just because so yeah. much has happened should maybe one a comment from you to just clear any conspiracy theories or doubts I mean when we go back to the David Warner uh, Steve Smith's which was, of course, imposed by the board, that suspension. There were uh, references made, even when we covered the story, that Warner led the charge for a revolt on the players, better pay and whatnot. And it almost seemed uh, opportune from, from the board or vindictive from the board to go overboard with the sentence. But that's a completely different issue here. We have the ICC involved. So you're going to dismiss any theories of any foul play or any conspiracies within the Bangladesh boards? Look, um, I will I will come to that, but... Just uh, just have a have a look at that that whole page that we have in front of us. Hmm. Uh, August twenty seventh was the last time he had interviewed. He had been interviewed by the ACU, okay, Shakib. 
um about 2 weeks later uh, he started to talk about giving up the captaincy like he kept saying it like before the afghanistan test which was from september 5th to the 9th he said it twice i don't want to be the captain i'm not mentally prepared to be the captain it pissed off the the cricket board chairman the the board president to the point that he came out during the test match and started to question the players following that uh, shakib went to the cpl and from there he gave a few interviews where he questioned whether the bcb should go into a rotation policy so so this this narrative is not just this player strike you know yeah i can i i want to i want to believe that shakib was acting in favor of the players and and honestly those 11 points only one or two points were in favor of shakib and the uh, centrally contracted players shakib wouldn't have gained a lot from that 11 point demand cricket board already raised the salary for their first class cricketers which was very poor it has been doubled one of them has been doubled one of them has been made uh, slightly higher and um, they have they have committed to a lot of changes they have said that you know a lot of the comments that the players made in one of the press conferences that, that the board directors uh, they use helicopters true they 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 are very lavish in in spending money you know but the, but they don't give enough money to the first class players to travel around for matches the board president addressed that albeit cynically but he had to admit that they have to cut down on those things look there was not a lot of bad intention in that player strike but just like sambit said if i want to be uh, if i'm a if i'm not a cricket fan if i'm not following bangladesh team for too long i will add 2 plus 2 i will i will say that oh he knew that something was about to happen mm-hmm. so he wanted the the public opinion to shift look um we can add a lot of con- we can add a lot of theories to it but it's these things are all facts we cannot deny that on the 27th of august he spoke to the ac for the last time we i also have information that the board president and the ceo they heard of this investigation around the time of a icc meeting in in october which was two or three weeks before the player strike so when nazmul hasan kept shouting at the press that i know something is about to happen you just have to wait he used the word conspiracy which got which got you know uh, mocked uh, yeah everything is a conspiracy these days and you know what he came out in three other interviews to three leading newspapers kept saying the same thing you just wait and see what happens you just it's just a matter of days you see wait just wait and see what happens it's true that um, most of the communication that the board had about this investigation was to shakib shakib informed them look uh, when shakib Shakib was the first one to know that he was banned for one year. He told the cricket board. He told his is he told the rest of the cricket board or the board president. That official channel was obviously to Shakib, but the board knew by October that there was something afoot. I don't know how they knew, but of course that board ICC board meeting, you know, the ACU is part of the ICC. Somehow they knew. So without that knowledge, uh, the BCB president wouldn't have kept saying till the day before the even on the day of this thing happened. yesterday uh, which is uh, i think 29th of october he went on a very detailed interview at the daily star and he said just wait and see what happens that this is one thing he kept saying he and he obviously shakib did another uh, foolish thing he um in the meantime when he was uh, during that strike in fact that three day strike he signed up a deal with a telecom the biggest telecom company in the country when it was made unlawful by the cricket board uh, about 12 months ago because the cricket board wanted to um get a title sponsorship from one of the telcos shakib knew about it all the top players knew about it and it became a huge issue last year 
they didn't want to leave those contracts board forced them to leave those contracts with these telecom companies shakib did the deal the day after the strike and that again you know uh, tells you a lot yeah, i mean it doesn't bask the members of the board in, in major glory at all and so many different elements to this uh, story as it's developed it's been a crazy couple of weeks in in bangladesh cricket uh, but isam let me just take the other side of what's uh, come in uh, in support of shakib if we are to look at some positives from this sharia nafis has said on our side that it's brave of him to man up and admit to this mistake he could have contested this charge in which case there would have been even greater conjecture i don't know if that option was taken out with the evidence that the icc had but do you see any uh, any element of of compassion or sympathy for shakib in terms of him admitting to this charge as a as as a as a show of bravery ah uh, difficult i i i wouldn't say it was that brave of anyone um, i think it was brave of uh, the other six cricketers to report it i would say it was very brave of the cricketers to give up their phones completely and let the you know let the, let the investigators i read it in the report in the newspaper report today, that they, all of them gave up their phones and let the investigators do what they want with their phones it's extremely extremely private you know um, to have those things around even if they're investigators there you can trust them but you know to to do that i think that's very courageous of guys like tamim to um, come out and say that to tell the icc that okay we have this and you know go after them or they're helping the investigation in a way they help the investigation in a way yeah, i don't know how it came out it seemed like there yeah. was a little bit of sympathy for the man to have come out on his own bias but that's it you you treat the cases differently no in the hanshi kronia's case that he could have fought it yes because there was no you know damning evidence if, so if hanshi kronia hadn't come out then we would have not known as much as we know about match fixing today in that era yeah in this case the evidence is very i don't think he has admitted to something that is not there in that evidence if he came out with a lot more stuff that is icc didn't know and he volunteered all that information we actually to be fair we don't know yeah. we don't know how, how much he has told uh, i i icc doesn't make a lot of things public for the right reasons so but i wouldn't call it, it doesn't even approach bravery hmm. it is expedient in this case that you know that if you uh, you assess the damage and you if you contest it It could it, be worse. It, it could be worse. It could be yeah. banned for five years. So he's doing what he has to do to save his skin. Yeah, it's a you're a uh, part-time lawyer or whatever. You should you should know that <laughs> he's got a good deal here. He's got so a good. He's deal. got a deal which sees him back in cricket. You would assume he would walk into this team uh, even in a year's time from now. We'll end on a on a different note here. I mean, just for fans who are still trying to find a hard time reconciling, what's the big deal with? you know failure to just report it's not an actual infraction it's not given we don't think there's any inside information that's ever exchanged uh, can can you understand that 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 sentiment isam yeah um as an example i can tell you that the the, the most viral story right now in uh, bangladesh's facebook is one guy uh, uh, giving up a screenshot putting up a screenshot of him sending a uh, an offer to virat kohli to fix a match with a sum included I've seen that post. Um, Wait, this is guy, on Facebook. You're saying this is on Facebook. Um, it's a guy who's posted a photo <laughs> saying that I have offered Virat Kohli this amount of money to fix a match. Let's see whether reports. Look, Anak, it's it's really funny, but there's there is this is the thing about social media, or this is the thing about the internet. You know, you can receive a message on WhatsApp, but this is a direct message he sent him. Not he's not posted on his page, or this is not a posted on Virat Kohli's page. This is a This is a direct message sent to Virat Kohli, mm. 
I don't know whether we have to get seen or not. Send a direct message to somebody. If your settings are open, you can send a message, and it depends. Yeah, on, yeah you can. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think Facebook you can send it anyway. It goes into a different section of the messenger. Yeah, which you don't which even you see. may or may not no. see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because I have a lot of direct messages lying somewhere I never see. Correct. Them. Yes, but uh, yeah, I mean, and you're right up right up there with Virat Kohli in terms of <laughs> yeah, your value to international cricket. But the point is, the point is the same. What the fans trying to say is that again, he's he's also no, no, guilty I'm just of saying that Virat Kohli is less likely to even see it. Of but, course. But the fact is that a message was sent. Now, this is, of course, different. The severity of the interaction, and it's there in, in the stories that we've covered, is for everyone to see. Uh, final word from you, Isam. What lies ahead? Everyone just calms down now. The ICC, in their final line of this document we've been referring to, have said that no other proceedings or hearings will be required, and these proceedings are therefore terminated. So that's it now. One year, and Shakib just comes back and all hunky-dory? Yeah, two extremes here. Bangladesh are going to India, and uh, it's a new, almost a new squad with Tamim also out because of his wife being pregnant at this time, uh, it's going to be extremely difficult for Bangladesh. That's one part of it. The hysteria won't die down. The other side is we have a guy called Shakib Al-Hassan who doesn't talk at all. He's the quietest guy in Bangladesh. He just makes the statement when he needs to. Um, if he doesn't think that he needs to say something, and I'm sure um, in these situations, just like he read a statement, I don't think he's going to he's going to be too open about it. So I think we're not going to hear a lot from Shakib. But this is going to be a very difficult period for Bangladesh. They play about 36 matches till his return. So this this is going to be enough. All right. And Sambhaj, whenever something like this happens, as Persians always cast beyond and fans question the overall integrity of the game. There's a reference to the IPL, which has its own uh, history of, of corruption in cricket. What do you see happening? I think the this? whole sort of the saddest thing about this is that every time something like this happens, all you start thinking the worst. Yes. All your worst fears just come bubble up and say, hey, what's happening below? What's mm. happening here? It's, there's uh, more to it. That you know, every happens. time as yeah. you, know, uh, you go and meet people, a lot of people say that casually, hey, this match was fixed, that match is fixed. Yeah. And as a cricket journalist, as somebody who writes about the game, I said, hey, yeah. no. I, you know, you have to, a, it's hard to. The worst thing about match fixing is it takes away every failure you start seeing suspiciously. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing that can happen to sport. That's the worst thing that can happen to fan. That's why I I am so passionate about match the the, the whole right idea of match fixing. Set, yeah. That that examples must have to be set. And as I said, if anything any good must come out of this, it is that it it's a wake up call for everyone, including the players. Say that a little slip, and everything that you worked for all your life yeah. can be taken away from you. Even if you are a player of the iconic stature of Shaki Balasan in It is not worth it. Yep. Thank you very much, Samit Bal, editor-in-chief ESPN Trick Info. Big thank you to Mohamed Isam as well, a Bangladesh correspondent. The very latest on this story is going to be on ESPN Trick Info.com as well as the mobile app. And do join us again for another episode of Stump My Play.